welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windswepknits.com. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Knitting on the Run podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the fourth annual Be a Helper Craft Along. We'll go over the very simple rules, and that will give you some ideas for what you can make if you're not sure where to start. First off, I am going to talk about some of our regular segments before we get into the Be a Helper Craft Along, so let's start with whips. I have been working on actually a couple whips, considering I only recorded about four or five days ago, which is weird because recently it's been three weeks between episodes and not four to five days. So I have been working on what I'm calling my matchy socks, and those are in um, Kobasi Sock Yarn, which is a cotton, bamboo, silk, and nylon blend. I am doing it in there. Oh, Lord, I forget the colorway. But it's um, it's got sort of a gray, but uh, gray marled, not marled, gray. Um, it's not really self-striping yarn. It's more like um, self, it's not really self-patterning yarn either. But anyway, the the, the gray color change in colorway, and the sorry, the colorway names are escaping me at the moment. And then the body of the foot and the ankle um, are uh, a light blue, and then the heels and the cuffs will be matching the toes. I have been working on the dress that I am knitting for, hopefully, for our vacation in February. I am past the waist. I'm almost to the under bust. It's a little bit bigger around than I was hoping, so I'm doing extra decreases, kind of making it a little more A-line before the skirt flares out instead of, it was kind of, the tank top is kind of designed for an hourglass shape. It's just not matching up on the needles, unfortunately. The um, the swatch appears to have completely lied to me, but you know, hey, whatever, sometimes that happens. So I am just going along with it. And I think it's still going to look marvelous, even though it's a little bit bigger around than I was planning. I have put a few more rows onto my Ray costume, and this is um, for we're doing a Star Wars Day at Sea on our vacation. So everyone has costumes. The boys are re-wearing their Halloween costumes. My husband's picked up something. My mom and dad um, are dressing up, and so I am making a Ray costume. So I'm making, I think it's called a tabard. It's the fabric that she wears draped across her as well as the armbands. So I'm a little over two feet into the ten feet that I'll need for the tabard. I think it's a tabard. I really need to look that up. My, my historical costuming is a little, leaves a bit to be desired. And I am also working on a couple patterns that I can't talk about right now, but that I am really excited to share with you later this year. On to wearables. So, yep, it's still, you know, dead of winter here in New England. So I'm wearing lots of scarves and shawls in particular. Um, I haven't worn any sweaters in the past couple of days because they're all in the wash. But I have been wearing my Use Your Stash shawl in Queensland Sugar Rush, which is a discontinued yarn made from leftover sugarcane. I have been wearing my Changing Staircases. I knit this one up in a bamboo cotton blend from the Great Adirondack Yarn Company, and I bought that at Rhinebeck two years ago. And I have been working on the, sorry, I have been wearing the Murder Mystery Knit Along shawl that I knit a couple of years ago now, I think, a year and a half ago maybe. And I knit this one up in. Three different colors of Ito yarns. I think one washi and two kinus. Washi is a paper yarn, a Japanese-style paper yarn. And kinu is a silk yarn, but it looks more like a raw silk than a, a super shiny silk. And also one color of sport weight 
from, or sport DK weight from uh, Birdie's Knits. I think the colorway there was Show Me You're Crazy. No, I'm sorry, it was Your Crazy is Showing. It was just a really fun colorway with lots of different colors that kind of helped pull the, the gray and the purple and the pink together. Hear ye, hear ye, the fourth annual Be a Helper Craft Along has begun. As always, we keep the rules very simple. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit, crochet, woven, or spun. I am running the FO thread on Ravelry just for ease of use. Most crafters have an account on there. It's very simple, and it's easy for me to moderate. Once again, anything you make for any charity counts. Uh, the only other rules really are one FO per photo, please, in the FO thread. If you make five preemie hats, please post five different photos. That will give you five different entries. That helps me at the end, so I don't have to sit there and count every single um, photograph and how many objects are in it. I can do a random number generator and get you your prizes faster. Also, donating blood counts, too. Um, if you're not sure how to how to show that, go ahead, post a photo of your Band-Aid, or you know, if you want to take a selfie, selfie drinking OJ afterward, something along those lines, we're flexible. Um, the FO thread. So I am going to extend the Be a Helper Craft Along through the winter season this year. I know at least folks like me, I need a little recovery after the holidays. I'm not jumping into making the crafts that I had planned, the, uh, the charity crafts I had planned right away, because I just need some downtime from obligation of making a million things for everyone over the Christmas holidays. So I am going to extend the craft along. So the FO thread will close when I wake up on April 1st. I live um, in the Eastern, Eastern Standard Time now. Um, so we're uh, GMT minus five, I believe, if I remember correctly. So adjust your calendars accordingly. So when I wake up on April 1st, thread will get locked down. Whips are always welcome. Like I said, we, we're really, really wide open. The goal is just to help you, just to help other people. That's it. I just want you folks to do something good for someone on this planet, because Lord knows we all need help right now. So I have uh, three prizes at the moment. If you folks know someone who wants to donate another prize, I'd love to hear about it. I have one skein of sock yarn from a great yarn in Chatham, Mass., it's dyed exclusively for them by Haute Knits. In, this is in the Finest Hours colorway, which is a gorgeous shades of um, blues. It's 75% merino, 25% nylon. I think it's 463 yards, so plenty for a pair of socks. It's a fingering weight sock yarn, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And for those of you who don't know, the movie, Their Finest Hours, was actually based on a real-life Coast Guard rescue in Chatham, Massachusetts, and um, a chunk of the film was filmed in and around Chatham. I also have a 25-gram skein of Lorna's Laces Shepherd's Sock, and that's going to be paired with a mini skein of Handspun to make a little project for someone. The Handspun is a two-ply fingering weight, so somebody should be able to have a lot of fun with that. And the last prize I'm going to offer, this is from uh, me personally, I am going to spin the winner up some handspun. I have a couple colorways here in stock. I have two or three that I'll let the winner choose from, and I will spin that up and then mail that off to them. So, what can you make for a charity? Well, it turns out there's a lot of folks out there who really need your help. So, I am going to go through a list I have been compiling over the past couple years. Um, if you know what you want to do, you know, feel free to skip this section, but if you're looking for some ideas, something to try something new, maybe something you haven't heard about, go ahead, give it a listen. I think we're up to like eight or nine different 
ideas, and if you know of something else I should add to this list, please let me know. I will add it to um, next week's episode, and I'll also update the thread in the Ravelry group. So first up, I know a lot of you know about this one, Preemie Hats. Check with your local hospital for yarn requirements before you start this. These need to be washed in an industrial strength dryer and washing machine, so there may be limits. Uh, many hospitals only accept acrylic or nylon. Uh, most will not take wool because it can be scratchy on those little babies' heads. If your local hospital isn't accepting hats, Dana from the Unwind Yarn Company collects them from her retreat attendees in the fall. I'll be happy to collect them from you and mail them to her with my own in September. So if you have some hats that your local hospital won't take, um, please let me know. Now, the one for Dana's hospital down in Tennessee, they do have to be in acrylic yarn. Um, but if you know, I believe um, if you talk to or contact Greg, a.k.a. Knitting Daddy of the Unraveling Podcast, he also accepts mailed-in hats, or at least he has in the past, and his local hospital, if I recall correctly, is a little bit more flexible. Um, but I, if, if you can't find someone to take your hat, let me know, and I will try to find somebody, because I can guarantee you there is a hospital somewhere who needs preemie hats. Next up, Knitted Knockers. These are prostheses for breast cancer survivors who have not had or cannot have reconstructive surgery. Knockers must be made with a plant-based yarn. Wool is just way too scratchy on very sensitive scar tissue. There is a list of acceptable yarns published, and I have linked to that in the show notes. It's a PDF that you can download. Um, and they are very strict. If what you use is not on that list, they cannot use it. So please, please, please check the list before you knit. It's very important because they only use yarns that they have dealt with survivors for that the survivors find comfortable. So it's very important. Also, there are um, there's a list of both top-down and bottom-up patterns on your website, and also there are patterns for um, using DPNs as well as for Magic Loop. So there is a pattern on their website I can pretty much guarantee that you will be comfortable using. They are quick and easy to make. I've made a couple myself. I actually have one sitting here in front of me that I need to get mailed off, and uh, you can just mail it into them. There's also some drop collections all around the country. Um, check with your local yarn shop. I know in particular... If you happen to live somewhere near Malvern, Arkansas, the um, Arkansas Yarn Company, they collect um, knitted knockers there, as well as they have a very large collection of Bamboo Pop, which is one of the recommended yarns in a variety of colors. And those two ladies are amazing. I met them in person last September. They are wonderful, and they will be very, very happy um, to walk you through any any help you need. They, they're really, really passionate about supporting knitted knockers. Mother Bears. I learned about this charity from the two knitlet chicks who run a, a mother bear knit along every year. These bears provide comfort to children who are victims of the HIV AIDS epidemic in Africa. The mother bear company will snail mail you the knitting or crochet pattern for a small fee. All they ask is that you return the finished bear with $3 to cover the shipping to Africa. They ship them together in a large box. So yes, I know it costs more to mail something to Africa than $3, but they they combine everyone's donation and all their bears, and then in a bulk shipment. And then the $3 per bear covers the cost of that bulk shipment. The Aid is a charity that has USA and UK branches. The UK branch in particular is currently collecting hats, mittens, blankets, and water bottle covers. All items must be knit in dark-colored yarn because the recipients are often living in refugee camps and will not be able to wash them easily. 
I was not able to find on the website if the USA branch is currently collecting, uh, but if you know more, please let me know. I would love to hear. Compassionate is a Bay Area, California charity that gives handed items to foster kids, most of whom have very few belongings of their own. A gift knit especially for these kids, it's something a, a stranger took hours and hours just to make for them, is something that these kids absolutely cherish because it proves to them that somebody actually really does care. The Animal Rescue Craft Build in Australia is looking for people to help knit, crochet, or sew joey pouches, bat wraps, nests, possum pouches, etc. for animal survivors of the devastating wildfires in Australia. Before you get crafting, please check the announcements on the Facebook page. I have that linked in the show notes. The graphic in their announcements section is updated with what they do and do not need. They work very closely with carers and animal rescue groups and update that graphic regularly. Um, just in the past week, I've seen it updated twice. Please be aware, I know people have been sharing online the um, cute little koala mittens and stuff. They currently have plenty of koala mittens, but they are in need of a lot of other help. And it's sort of like a, a stoplight, you know, red, yellow, green, what they need. Gray, they have plenty of. If you take a peek, I'm sure you can figure it out very quickly. But they are, they, you know, they have hundreds of thousands of animals who have been injured and left homeless by these fires. So they could definitely use some help. And they are astounded by the help they are literally receiving from every corner of the globe and have been extremely vocal about the gratefulness of folks mailing them stuff from all over the planet. A Great Yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts, runs an annual blanket project for the homeless population on Cape Cod. Please use any washable worsted weight yarn to make a panel one foot long by six feet long. You can drop it off in the mail to them, or um, you can drop it off at the shop or mail it to them. I have their mailing address in the show notes. Their goal this year is to make 250 blankets. When this started, I think it was about five or six years ago, I think they made about 29 blankets total. Last year, they were up to 215. This year, they're hoping to make 250. And that is a great yarn on in uh, Main Street in Chatham, Massachusetts. Uh, something you may want to consider is your local homeless shelter or your local domestic violence shelter. Please check with them for any requirements and also check with them before assuming that they'll just take the items. Some places are equipped to take donations. Some are not. It varies greatly. Many are happy to accept gifts of socks, hats, scarves, and mittens, especially in the winter. But please check with your local shelter for any requirements they have and make sure that they actually accept the items before just mailing them off. Unfortunately, due to size restrictions, many folk, many places just aren't large enough to accommodate having a storeroom full of, of supplies for folks. Now, do you have a charity craft idea that you think others would like to hear about? If so, please let me know, and I would love to talk about it in a future episode and add it to the list on the Ravelry page. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. I am Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or you can email me at windswepmonique at gmail.com, and of course, there's always the threads on the Ravelry board. So I am just going to append a really quick out and about section here because there are a few things coming up in about the next week or two. The um, Vogue Knitting Live in New York City is coming up uh, very soon in about a week, and that is January 16th through 20th. I will not be attending this year, but uh, maybe next year. We'll see, hopefully. I, I love going to Vogue Knitting Live, but I just can't sw swing it with some plans we have with our family this year. If you are going, please, I would love to hear all about it. Let me know. It's always so much fun. 
The Wayland Winter Farmer's Market Fiber Days are coming up. The first one is coming up in a couple weeks. It's January 26th, and the next one is on March 1st. These are a lot of fun. I went for the first time last year and had a great time. I am definitely going back again this year. I can't wait. There's lots of fiber and yarn and knitting people, and there's really good food there, too. <laughs> and you, you, you all who know me in person, if there's really good food... I'm there. <laughs> and also coming up in a little over two months, two and a half months, is Stitches United. That is March 26th to 29th, and that is at the Convention Center in Hartford, the same place it's been for the last couple, I don't want to say years because it's now every other year, but the same place it's been for the last couple occurrences, I guess. Um, I am planning on going. I It's going to be either Saturday or Sunday. I don't know which yet. I have not signed up for any classes at the moment. I'm not sure if I'm going to take any classes or just go for the day and, you know, you know, have some fun, eat some food in the area, do a little shopping and chatting and stuff like that, talk shop with some of the, um, the vendors there. But um, if you're going, please let me know. I would love to meet up for some coffee or something. This just in, I actually just learned about two more knitting uh, events in my area. Luckily, I um, still haven't released this episode yet. The Knitting Weekend and Fiber Marketplace at the Old Slater Mill in Rhode Island is coming up on January 11th and 12th. That is uh, three days from now as I'm recording this, so I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. We actually have a bunch of plans this weekend. Um, and every year I say I'm going to go, and every year something happens and I don't, but maybe. We'll see. And the Boston Farm and Fiber Fest, I think this is their third annual, is coming up on February 9th. And that is at the Boston Public Market in Boston, Massachusetts, and that is free to attend. Well, I think that's enough information to pack into one episode. I have probably overloaded your brains a little bit at this point. Uh, everything I have talked about is in the show notes with links to all the charities and to all the upcoming fiber events. So don't worry if there's something you heard about that you want to do and you didn't get a chance to write it down because you're driving or on the treadmill or something, it's all in the show notes. Just check out the show notes when you're done and it'll be there waiting for you. If your podcast episode deletes and you didn't get a chance to take a pick, a peek at it, um, go ahead, visit my website, windswepknits.com, and the latest episodes with the show notes are there. And also all this information will be in the Ravelry page as well. Have a great week, everybody. I can't wait to see what you folks are knitting. And as always, keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. <laughs>